Welcome, happy Halloween! Yes, because when you guys listen to this, it will be Halloween. It will be our fourth and possibly final episode. I'm simultaneously excited and sad. I'm excited because this has been so much fun, but also sad because four episodes went by way too quickly. Anyway, would you like to tell the listeners what our final episode is going to be? I would love to. Our final episode of this installment is going to be Bride of the Living Dummy. So, going off of our episode from last week where we looked at Night of the Living Dummy 2, now this time Slappy gets a bride. Because everyone deserves love, you know? Everybody deserves true love, that's right. right. Does um, he get it? We'll see. Mm, we'll tuned. let you know. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, before, we get, before we get into the content of this episode, I have a question for you. Okay. Mm- Drop a hot take. Just right now? Yeah, drop one. Off the top of my head. Okay, yeah. um, uh, I hate The Greatest Showman. Tell me more. I love musicals. I love musicals. Pretty much all of them. Yeah, I can attest to that. You're a musical theater but enthusiast I like me. I really don't like The Greatest Showman. I think the music rocks. I think the story sucks. Yeah. Because initially, like, everybody hyped up this movie so, so much, and they were like, you gotta see it, you gotta see it, you gotta see it. And I was like, okay, like, I guess I'll watch it, because the music is good. But I think I expected it to be about a ragtag band of misfits and the circus maestro, like, helps them accept their weirdness. Yeah, he's like a benevolent circus maestro. Right. Who just, like, wants to, like, uplift people. Yeah, that's what I thought. But actually, the, cir- the circus maestro, what's it actually called? Not a circus maestro. A, not a ring bearer, a ring... Ring leader. Ringmaster. Ringmaster. Okay, I thought the ringmaster was gonna, like, help them accept themselves, like, even though they're freaks, but actually, he locked them in a closet. He did! And he wouldn't let them at the party! And he wouldn't, like, because he was embarrassed of them, and they had to bust out of the closet and sing that rocking song about, like, loving yourself, and (laughs) it was not because he helped them realize that. It was because they realized it quite literally in spite of him, and he was a bad person. Right. That, like, yeah, I agree. It wasn't, it it wasn't because of him. It was in spite of him that they were, that they, that, like, came into their own and realized their true worth. He was like, you're a freak, here's the closet. (laughs) And they were like, oh, well, I think... Maybe I want to accept myself. And he was like, no. He literally just wanted money. Like, he was he greedy. He didn't care about his own family. He didn't care about his ragtag group of misfits. He was just trying to get that bag. I appreciate that hot take. What is yours? Now, people might come at me for this. Oh, boy. I believe that newborn photo shoots should be banned. Up to what age, though? Like, you're saying that parents shouldn't take pictures of their newborn kids here's the thing here's the thing it's not like on principle it's that things have gone too far things have gotten freaky things have gotten weird like are you what do you mean so like so like okay if you're listening you're probably like so nicole do you mean is it because like the baby's not cute yet you hate babies no it's not that i hate babies and sure like the baby's probably not cute yet right but you made the baby you think it's cute you want to take pictures of it like i get that but what on God's green earth is happening where we feel the need to take the kid, strip off all its clothes, stick it in a bucket of candy, contort it in weird positions, and pay someone to come to the home and photograph this? What do you mean? What is going on? I, Nicole, I've, I've never seen a baby in a bucket of candy. Okay, I want you to Google for me, like, baby 
candy corn and I have baby candy corn baby newborn photography candy corn this is just off the top of my head and I bet you anything you are gonna find some baby in a bucket of candy corn with its arms all twisted up it's gonna be ethereal it's gonna be creepy and let me know what you find all right I hate to admit it but I am finding oh there's a can of baby corn (laughs) a baby in a can of baby corn no, that would be really crazy, but here I have found a baby that is swaddled very aggressively, and it does have its little hands contorted strangely. It is wearing a candy corn hat, and it is in what appears to be a trough full of candy corn. And that I say so, I oh, my case. here's a baby in a bowl of candy corn. I'm, I'm, I'm really, gonna go, I'm truly at a loss. See, I'm looking at one right now, and there's an elephant, and the naked baby is nestled inside that elephant's trunk. Oh, dangerous. Here's what I say. Put a diaper on the kid, take it out of the candy corn, and bring it back next year. That's what I say to parents <laughs> everywhere, because you've left me with no choice. Wow. No choice but that, to feel this that way. That was a hot take. Well, shall we jump in? On that note, let's do it. Bride of the Living Dummy. So we open up in a big thunder and lightning storm. And it's either over a warehouse of some kind or like a back alley that's full of discarded items and trash and like things yeah, like that. Yeah, I then, thought it was a back alley, but I'm, now that you mentioned it, I guess I don't really know. I get a back alley vibe. Mm-hmm. And in walks this man. And I would like our listeners to know that the man is the same man who plays the grave digger in the classic Mary-Kate and Ashley Halloween movie, Double, Double, Toil and Trouble. Color me impressed because I know you didn't have to Google that. I didn't even Google because I know. I know it. Anyway, he appears to be some kind of scavenger. He is like, I don't, could you tell, he was either looking for something specific or he was just scavenging. I, yeah, I didn't really understand what he was doing. But he starts poking around in the junk and he's like looking for something. I'm not sure what. He's always so like really squinty because it's dark and the only light is coming from the lightning. Right. He kneels in front of this big old fashioned suitcase, but... Because this is not our first rodeo, we know exactly what is in that big old-fashioned suitcase. I was so it, scared. Slappy is in that suitcase. That's where he lives now. And there's a big lock on it, and this guy is just, like, tugging on it like it's just gonna open sesame. I thought this was interesting. So he's tugging and tugging. He gets a crowbar and tries to open it, because it's like a junkyard. There's a crowbar. But as he's trying to pry it open lightning strikes the lock and my initial Mm. thought was like oh the powers that be the universe god himself is preventing this man from unleashing slappy on the world contrary to what i initially thought rather than preventing this guy from opening the lock the lightning actually pops the lock open and the dude opens the trunk and of course it's our old pal slappy who is just as hideous as ever and then he says to himself, to himself, he says, way to go, Jimmy, another big score. So <laughs> I'm going to say that to myself. <laughs> way to go, Nikki, another big score. Wait, when are you going to say that to, in what I, situations? I, I have no idea. My question is, why is this a big score? Are dummies valuable? Do they go for big bucks on the black market? Yeah, like what are we missing here? Why? What's the big score? Unless he's looking like he wants to be a performer, and he oh, if he that if <laughs> if you want to be a ventriloquist, finding a ventriloquist dummy that would be a big score. That would be a big score for Mr. Jimmy. 
So he pulls the card out of Slappy's pocket, presumably the same one that our friend Amy read in the last episode that brought mm -hmm. Slappy to life. Mm -hmm. He is much less skilled at reading this mysterious language than Amy was. Yeah, I mean, we will learn that Jimmy really is not the sharpest crayon in the box. No, he is not. But regardless, he reads it, and bef barely before the last word is out of his mouth, we hear Slappy's voice saying, like, Hello, Jimmy. And I thought his voice was even creepier this time, so I was like, oh, maybe it's a different voice actor. But no, it's the same one. This it's the voice same actor one. has okay. just really perfected that dummy voice there. Yeah, they've just really, like, immersed themselves in the role, which I respect. But anyway, Slappy tells Jimmy he's gonna make him an offer he can't refuse, which I think goes along with that, like, sultry jazz music and, like, old-school detective vibe that I got in the beginning. But instead, it's this little ventriloquist dummy, which is so funny. Right. Not a debonair detective. What did you think the deal was going to be? Like, the offer he couldn't refuse? <sighs> I had no idea. I couldn't either. I couldn't hazard a guess. I was no. very confused. No. But we don't have to wait to find out because in the next scene, we see that Slappy and Jimmy have taken their act on the road. They've become a ventriloquist uh, duo. Yeah, and they've become performing... creative collaborators. They do. And they're performing on stage for an entire theater of delighted children. It's even packed. Though the act it's totally packed. The kids are loving it, even though the act appears to mostly be insults aimed at the kids. Like, right. they're killing it. The kids oh, are yeah. just dying. Honestly, like, Jimmy Jimmy and Slappy are in their bag. Like, they are in the pocket. This performance is going great. There's a little girl in the audience who has actually brought her own dummy. No, you thought she was a dummy? I thought she was just a doll. I thought she was a... You know what? I never thought... You're right. She's not a ventriloquist. No, she's dummy. just a little She's doll. a doll. I hadn't, which is big doll, big doll, big girl. Unless she just looks like such a big doll because she's on the hip of like a small child, but like. No, she's big. She, yeah, big, big dolly. But Slappy appears to like, in the middle of the performance, like imprint on this doll, like mm -hmm. Jacob and Renesme in Twilight. <laughs> like he is, him, he is imprinted on, on this doll. And we can tell because mm -hmm. it like, it sort of like throws off the performance, right? Yeah, he leaves the amazing Jimmy totally hanging. He By does. the way, the amazing the amazing Jimmy is his stage name. Correct. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy looks at him like TF like you're ruining our act. You're ruining our act and Jimmy is not a skilled ventriloquist. So, if Slappy wants to go rogue, the act is over. Maybe the offer that he couldn't refuse was that Jimmy could just do this ventriloquy act and really like he's not doing anything at all. He's just sitting there while Slappy really performs the act. I mean, what is Jimmy really doing? So is, so do you is, think... is the offer he couldn't refuse that, like, he could have fame and fortune, like, without really lifting a finger? Does Slappy need money? I'm confused as to why Slappy needs Jimmy. Does he just need to perform? Because I guess maybe if I'm thinking from Slappy's perspective, I mean, he can't just, like, perform on his own because if he gets up on stage and starts talking, the children are going to be frightened. He needs a lap to sit on. <laughs> this is really that's what will you needs. be my will you be my lap well actually no with slappy it's more like be my lap or else i'll be mad and you won't like it right so i think that's the offer he can, he's like listen you need an act i need a lap let's collabo it'll be great or else or else. right <laughs> let's collab or else all right nicole will you please describe mary ellen to our <laughs> listeners i love i love this question so mary ellen um, we find out is, is the doll. Um, I would describe her, like you said before, she's, um, quite enormous, but 
But I guess she's kind of disheveled. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the, the the top word that comes to mind is she's um, garish. Like <laughs> her, her makeup is like kind of crazy, and like she's got this these frizzy blonde ringlets that are like going out of control. All over she's the place. Got these crazy eyes and these ruddy cheeks. And didn't you have so, didn't you have a special doll? What was her name? Like cupcake. Cupcake Dolly. Cupcake Dolly. Yeah. But Cupcake Dolly met her um, her demise. And her untimely a... end because she smelled amazing and Dad didn't like her amazing smell, so he threw her away oh in God. the trash. And we still talk about it. It's so sad to this day. I wonder well, if the they still sell is, Cupcake Dolly. Probably on eBay. Yeah. But the funny thing is, Dad must have hated that smell like more than I ever, ever realized. Because yeah. It a had few to have months been ago, for... This was decades ago this was almost 30 years ago at this point and i was like dad smell this chapstick like what does it smell like to you and i thought he was gonna say like cherry or like birthday cake or something and he was like (gasps) cupcake dolly i was like oh my gosh that was like like a a flashback i know oh she sounds beautiful she was amazing i'll show you a picture later so anyway, uh, the amazing Jimmy and Slappy finally conclude their act, and then um, walking out of the theater, we're introduced to our protagonist, Katie, who's the owner of the dolly. I don't know why I thought she was a dummy. And she appears no, to be the youngest. Dummy. Yeah. She is the youngest out of what I think are th- I assumed, and I was proven to be correct, are three siblings. Right. A brother and a sister. They asked her how the act was, and she said it was, like, just okay, which... I mean, she must be a connoisseur of ventriloquist act because, like, how many has she seen this month? <laughs> to be a able lot. to compare them yeah. so casually. But quickly she realizes that Mary Ellen is gone. And right. the panic that seizes Katie is, like, I was, like, chill. Like, it's yeah. okay. You'll, she's probably just in the theater. But then she says, you don't understand to her siblings, because they're like, it's just a dumb doll. Like, it's all good. But Katie says, Mary Ellen said if I ever let anything happen to her, she'd do something bad to me. (laughs) You know what? You're going to be like, Nicole, you're embarrassing yourself. You shouldn't talk about this on the podcast. But for those of you who know me very, very well, all I'll say is this. Twinkle would never. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay. I'm going to move it right along then. But anyway, they split up to go find Mary Ellen, and the sister I just think goes, it's hysterical. Her name is Mary Ellen, too. That's <laughs> just hilarious. <laughs> Continue. Um, the older sister goes back, because now they've lost Katie and the doll. Right. Um, so the sister runs into the theater, which is emptied in record time, because there's nobody in there. Uh, but she's all alone, and she doesn't just stay in, like, the atrium where the show was. She goes down, like, a back staircase, which I'm fairly certain is for employees only. And but why at this would point, they think Mary Ellen somehow got into the basement? Like, Well, I think she was looking for Katie. Okay. And I think Katie knows something about Mary Ellen that we don't. Right. I loved the noises when she was going down to the basement. Hmm. There was, like, the creaking, the creepy music, and then we heard, um... We heard the amazing Jimmy say, and Slappy, like, having an argument. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah, the amazing Jimmy and Slappy are, like, having this, like, um, this, this argument over their, like, creative, you know, partnership here. And Jimmy says, I want my fair share. So, you know, he's really, like, down on his luck when you're arguing <laughs> over, you know, arguing with your dummy over, like, artist's rights. 
Anyway, uh, Jillian, as we have learned, is the sister's name, goes down the stairs, and she is very nosy because she, like, leans against the door to listen to their collaborative argument, and she, like, literally peeks in the door, and she sees... I would eavesdrop on this. I would, too. I'm, I would do it. But she peeks in, and she sees them arguing over the finer points of their partnership. Right. And Jimmy says that Slappy treats him like a slave. Which... Yeah, that tracks. Problematic. This is a pattern. It is a pattern, because if you remember, that's how Slappy... Slappy told Amy and her family that they were gonna be his slaves. Right? I really don't like... I feel like that word is problematic. But Slappy says to Jimmy that Jimmy is a slave and that he Mm. won't ever be anything else. And apparently Jimmy was not aware of this when he entered into a partnership with Slappy. But here we are. Jillian falls into the room, starts apologizing, and Jimmy's like, what did you think of our new act? Because, like... <laughs> and, and and normally, I think that is a tried and true comedic bit where if you're <laughs> in the middle of something embarrassing and someone walks in on you and you say, oh, it, it was just me. I was practicing my skit. Like, it's an act. I think that's funny, like, 100% of the time. <laughs> there are bits that work on me every time. For example... In movies and TV, when someone is fishing, and instead of a fish, they get a boot. It makes me laugh really? every single time. It's hilarious! It's not a fish, it's a shoe. <laughs> something that gets me is anytime there's a scene in, like, a sitcom or something where someone has laser eye surgery, and they have to cover up their <laughs> eyes, and, like, someone else has to help them. It gets Wait, me I've only, every how time! How many times have you seen How many times? That's uh, not a bit. Yes! How many times so, has that happened? I've seen it a few times. I remember the episode of Drake and Josh where oh, Drake and okay, Josh okay, went okay. to uh, Helen's house and they were like having a hot tub party and they're like eating pizza rolls in the hot tub and Helen comes home and she like has the things over her eyes and like she's getting into the hot tub and she doesn't know there's like a whole party there. There's the hilarious. Reba and Barbara Jean scene in, in Reba. That's a classic. <laughs> I love that episode. If I ever write a sitcom, I'm 100% writing that in. It works every time. Comedy. But anyway, she's like, have you seen my sister? And he's like, no, you gotta go. And she leaves. She finds her siblings who have located Mary Ellen all is well, right. I guess. For Katie, who, if she let anything happen to Mary Ellen, something bad would befall her. Right. And and this is the first time we really get, like, the full view of Mary Ellen. And you really see, like, how large this dolly really is. Because she's sitting on the little girl's hip. <laughs> And she's, like, the same size as her. <laughs> and she's, like, the same size. So I think that's funny that she, like, toted her to the theater for this like performance yes um well i don't think she had a choice mm, oh, right, and right, mary right, ellen right. i don't even know if katie likes ventriloquy but mary ellen does and so she probably was like you will spend your saturday how i want <laughs> this is mary ellen's pastime of choice and she's <laughs> like you <laughs> she makes little katie <laughs> like do all these activities that she doesn't want to do that's, that's funny. probably what's happening yeah but we find out that Mary Ellen apparently left on her own to find Slappy. So it appears that the crush is mutual. Right. Their kids would be hideous. Um, and back at their house, we meet the kid's dad, who is in the basement with a... This is important. He's trying to break a record for birdhouse building. And right. so he's, like, using a buzz saw. Yeah. I thought it was kind of stressful when Katie was, like, yelling at her dad while he was using the buzz saw. Because, like, if you startle somebody... While they're using a buzzsaw, they could lose a hand. We also find out that they have a dog named Kevin. Right. As one Kevin does. comes back later. 
Back at the house, Jillian has received a special package, and her parents are, like, super excited for her to open, but of course, it's not a nice present. It is slappy. Yeah. He has shipped himself to their house, or maybe the Amazing Jimmy shipped him there. I know. My thought was that the Amazing Jimmy shipped him to the house, and I was like, that is so rude like you right. ship him off to a child the right like okay i understand that you don't want the demon dummy but like but like throw him, him in a landfill or something like <laughs> don't send him to like a nice family right and he did come with a letter from the amazing jimmy i'm just gonna call him jimmy from now on <laughs> andrew show some respect he's am- he's amazing <laughs> well now he doesn't have a ventriloquy act so he's just jimmy again right he gave up his dummy he did yeah, you but, give up the dummy, you give up the title. Right, you're just Jimmy now. Jimmy the scavenger. Maybe that was the offer he couldn't refuse. He was like, you get to call yourself Amazing Jimmy <laughs> if you give me your lap. Right. Ben Slappy came with a letter, which says it's from Jimmy, and it's basically saying, like, we're unloading Slappy onto you. Which, again, rude. Rude. And he makes it sound like he's doing a nice thing, like, oh, you guys would have such a nice home for him, etc. But we all know that he's probably just trying to get rid of Slappy, which I, I would mean, like, change my I, I would, too. Yeah. I don't think you can get rid of Slappy that easily. No. Like, I feel like the only way to get rid of Slappy is through, like, a violent altercation. Possibly, like, corrosive materials, like acids. Honestly, I would try anything, because I really don't want him anywhere near me. <laughs> right. So anyway, this part really scared me. Jillian went to bring Slappy to the basement, and Katie's in the basement, just yeah. standing there, yeah. holding Mary Ellen, and she says, Mary Ellen's mad at you. <laughs> oh, I, uh, like that. I don't want Mary Ellen to feel any way about me. <laughs> I don't want her to like me. I definitely don't want her to be mad at me. I don't want her to look at me. I just want her far away from me. Yeah. So Katie says that Mary Ellen is mad at Jillian. Because she doesn't want Slappy to be in the basement, she wants Slappy to sleep in the girls' room with them. First of all, let's not mix the genders. This is like summer camp. Right, this is Red not an age-appropriate slumber party. Like, I was like, this is this is crossing the line here. Like, right. You, you want to come into this house via the mail. <laughs> you, were not, you were not ordered in the mail. You just arrived via this box, and now you want to have a co-ed sleepover? <laughs> right, inappropriate. It's I'm sure the parents would not approve. Right. And Jillian says, I think Slappy's creepy, so Slappy lives here. And I was like, I could not agree more. I would like Slappy to live across town. I thought she was bold for saying that. I was like, you go, girl. Slappy is creepy, and someone has to call this out. Because it seems like everyone who encounters him for the first time thinks he's a cutie pie. Right, what a cute doll. But, okay, so here's here's the thing. In Night of the Living Dummy 2, it was a little different. Like, Amy's relationship with Slappy was a little bit different than Katie's relationship with Mary Ellen because Jillian is just openly talking to Mary Ellen and like whispering to her like, like they're whispering to each other and no one seems worried about her mm-hmm. whereas our friend Amy they were like do you want some therapy sweetie right people are just letting Katie be herself yeah but in any case Slappy was left to sleep in the basement I hate basements as he, sh- as he should yeah, I wouldn't like it myself but we all know he didn't stay down there we get his teeny teeny tiny footsteps Again, yeah, like when he encounters the dog and he says to Kevin, move it, mutt. <laughs> I don't think I got that. <laughs> that is funny. Because he's just, Slappy is just never nice to anybody. No. It's rude. He's um, rude 100% of the time. Yeah. So we don't know what kind of havoc he's wrought, but when the scene cuts to the next morning, like, you know he did something bad and Jillian's probably going to get in trouble. 
But when Katie gets out of bed the next day, she sees Slappy perched on her dresser, and he's written, I want my bride in what I think is red lipstick on the mirror. I want my bride. Yeah. Side note, whoever plays Katie, phenomenal actor. I was going to say the same thing. She did an amazing job. Yeah, I thought she was fantastic. So I thought this was funny. Jillian says that between the dolls talking and the dolls wanting things and them being demanding, Jillian says that she feels like she lives in a psycho toy store, which I thought was funny and accurate. Yeah, that was great. So Jillian has decided she's going to take Slappy back to the Amazing Jimmy, which Katie's like, that's going to make Mary Ellen mad. But as she's on her way out, the mom is like, who took my wedding rings? And the girls immediately know what's up. Yeah. The mom doesn't seem too concerned with that. Like, if you couldn't find your wedding ring, wouldn't you be like, give it back to me right now, kids? Uh, yeah, I'd have yeah. a meltdown. And yeah. then the mom's like... But the mom's like, that's fine, I'm off to bingo, or whatever she's she, Okay, doing. I actually thought this was funny, because she's like, oh, well, I'm off to aerobics. But she's in, like, a full sweater set and hair and makeup. And then she's like... <laughs> Okay, girls, like, I'll, <laughs> I'll be gone all day. See you tonight. Yeah, get, get me that ring, like, whenever it's convenient. I'll be gone all day? I thought she was just going to aerobics. Anyway, she's Suspicious. she's leaving, and they're yeah. tasked with, okay, finding the missing ring, but also Kevin the dog is missing, and they have to find him, too. Jillian brings Slappy back to the theater with Slappy's suitcase, and there's just, like, it's like a dummy massacre. There's just dummy parts and dummy heads and dummy limbs and... Jimmy says that they're Slappy's rivals, which he's destroyed. So maybe Jimmy was looking for a dummy? What was he looking for? Why he, does you know, he, he have all these dummies? He had to have been dummies. looking for a, dimmy, for a dummy. Because... He had to. Oh, I think I figured it out. The amazing Jimmy was a ventriloquist all along. And Slappy knew it. And uh... so he preyed upon Jimmy. Which is took, why Jimmy... Took, took Jimmy's other dummy all of the dummies and ruined them i mean like it, there's holes uh, I, i'm tracking with you here though i'm tracking okay with you. yeah okay <laughs> anyway jimmy tells jillian that, that slappy is not a dummy he's pure evil and his evil spirit cannot be destroyed and jillian's like so why did you give me the evil dummy yeah and jimmy is he's haggard at this point yeah he he's, he's rough he's really been through it yeah and jimmy says that slappy forced him to write the letter to them right right I presume so he could be with Mary Ellen. Right. Yeah, and this part's crazy. Jillian goes to take Slappy out of his suitcase, but inside the box comes, instead of Slappy, comes Kevin the dog. Right. How did this 12-year-old carry an entire golden retriever in a suitcase across town? It must have been very difficult. Again, we'll suspend our disbelief there. Yeah, he didn't bark, and poor Kevin is smushed up in that suitcase. He's a good boy. it was unfair. It was. Where is Slappy if not in the box? Well, he is somewhere else. (laughs) You want to know where he is? (laughs) Not here. So anyway, um, where is he? I'll tell you. (laughs) He's at their house. (laughs) (laughs) So... We cut back to the house um, where Katie and the brother, who, Nicole, did you even know the brother's name up to this point? I didn't know he was a brother. I thought he was just a friend at the theater. <laughs> oh, he's in the house. I'm like, oh, he's, he's their brother. He's part of this family. He doesn't have a name, but 
Katie and the unnamed brother and Mary Ellen, of course, are all watching a scary movie. Why? I think they have enough terror in their lives, but whatever. And Jillian calls them and Katie picks up the phone and she's like, you gotta get out of the house. Which, honestly, if anyone ever calls me and is like, get out of the house, I'd be like, yes. Goodbye. I'm already out the door. I don't need to, I don't, do I have shoes on? Don't need them. I'm getting out because, listen, remember in the Girls Who Cry Monster episode, or no, that's us, the Girls Who Cry Monster. Um, (laughs) I do, yes. The girl who cried. Stranger Calls? No, the episode that we reviewed where the friend Aaron calls Lucy and is like, you got to get out of the house. Oh, and then she tries to get out of the house and then Mormon's in the doorway. Yes, exactly. But get out of the house is the scariest thing anyone can ever tell you. And you just, you just do it. It's the truth. It's the truth. If someone calls you and says get out, you just go. You don't say why. Yeah. Then, instead of Katie's voice on the phone, it's Slappy, and he's telling Jillian, I want my bride. He's very persistent. He's He's angry. And honestly, at this point, just give him the bride. I don't understand. Just let them be together and go elsewhere. What do I care? (laughs) Truly. like Best wishes. Mazel tov. Yeah, I'll I'll send my gift in the mail. Um, Right. What do you think a dating app for dummies would be called? I'm not going down this road. It would be called, um, here I go. I guess it would have to just be dating for dummies. Dating for dummies and dolls. I'll work on it. Anyway, Slappy then locks the brother in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mary Ellen is missing. Mm-hmm. The lights go out. We find out the brother's name is Harrison. I thought it was Jeremiah. Harrison. That was it. <laughs> it was Jeremiah. It was Harrison. Harrison. And Katie can't get him out of the bathroom because Slappy has taken the key. Mm. And Jillian is trying to get them out of the house, but... Katie is very upset because she's like, Mary Ellen won't let me leave without her. Right. Did you notice Slappy in the vents? Yeah, yeah of course. It was I thought horrifying. He was, was he trying to chew his way out? It appears so. That's what I thought. But he says, it's my wedding day and I want my bride. Just give him the bride. Just give it to him. Whatever he wants. Right. For, for real. Anyway, he blocks their exit at every turn when they're trying. Poor Harrison. And is still in the bathroom, so we're just gonna leave him yeah. while the girl's trying to get out. And he just mm-hmm. literally at this point is yelling, My bride, my bride! Yeah. Mary Ellen won't let poor Katie leave. She wants to stay and be with Slappy. Me, I'm moving. We're all moving out. We're gonna leave the dolls to this is their house now. And uh enjoy. Yeah. This is the point also where Mary Ellen starts talking. Mm-hmm. Up to this point, she's only been like whispering in Katie's ear. Right. Now we hear her voice. And she says, oh, Slappy, you say the nicest things. Yeah, it was creepy. And then we find out from Katie that Mary Ellen makes Katie do everything she wants, and she says if she doesn't do what she wants, she's going to hurt their mom and dad. Isn't that terrifying? Yes, it is. But Mary Mary Ellen says, she refers to herself in the third person, and she says, Mary Ellen wants what Mary Ellen, wait, (laughs) what Mary Ellen wants, Mary Ellen gets. And what she wants is Slappy. This right. scene is chaotic. Yeah. I thought that Mary Ellen and Slappy were just trying to be together. Yeah. Because at this point, Slappy, ha- we see that Slappy has the mom's ring, but then there's a twist. Mary Ellen says something about wanting to be with Slappy. Yeah. And then Slappy says, I don't want you. I want her. He calls her a cheap piece of plastic and shoves her to the side. Which is horribly rude. It and like, is. I was, I was burned for Mary Ellen in this moment. And I will say this, you know that my love life is at an all-time low where I feel scorned on behalf of a doll? Mm-hmm, yeah, we should work on that. 
But I, I audibly gasped. I was like, oh, he was using her the whole time. Right, he wanted to be with Katie. Which is um, weird. Which is confusing because he also says that he wants Katie for his slave. So I don't know that, I think he's confused. Right. A slave and a wife are not the same thing. Right. But he's conflating the two, which is problematic in a number of ways. But Mary Ellen feels rejected and she's mad, so she throws Slappy to the ground and they tussle. Yeah. It was, I, it was weird. You know what they say, hell hath no fury like a sentient doll scorned. Yeah, I have heard that. She was scorned. Yeah. At this exact moment, while they're tussling, Jillian turns on the dad's buzzsaw, because remember, he is a birdhouse building champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and both dolls Which are is turned- impressive. It is. Both dolls are turned into sawdust. I, for one, I'm not at all convinced this will get rid of them, but their evil spirits leave their bodies and they fly around and they disappear. They get the mom's ring back. Katie says she's getting too old for dolls, which, amen. Amen. But, like, their spirits can't be destroyed. Mm. Also, Harrison, in the bathroom, still there. This, to me, was very strange and very scary. So they go and they, the parents come home and they get the key and they get Harrison out of the bathroom. And we find that... Rather than the spirits going away or going elsewhere or going into another doll, the evil slappy spirit has entered poor Harrison, who is now a very uh, outrageous human dummy hybrid with Slappy's voice coming out of his strange head. Yeah, I didn't really like that twist. I I wish that their spirits had just oozed out and, like, that would be that. Yeah. So. It was... He had Slappy's eyes. Yeah. It, w- it was just, like, overall very kind of, like, weird. It was a little disturbing. Vibes. Yeah. For sure. What did you think overall? Um, it was a very interesting episode. I definitely had some laughs, and the twists really got me. The twists really got me, too. Yeah. Overall, I thought the episode was really disturbing. Yeah. What do you think the core fear was that R.L. was trying to get at here? Uh, dolls come to life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe there isn't anything deeper than that. Maybe it's just that, like... That dolls are scary. Dolls are scary. We don't Well, they want look them like alive. little people. Right. But they're not supposed to be people. Well, I thought this was a really fun episode, and I'm glad that we chose this one to end on, because I think it was so spooky, so frightening, so bizarre. Mm-hmm. And I think that sort of encompasses really all of R.L. Stein's work. I agree. Yeah. So that was this episode, which, you know, like we said at the beginning, is our last episode for now. But this was so much fun, and I really don't... I really, like, don't want it to end No, <laughs> I don't want to be done. Yeah. But I do want to say thank you to all of our friends um, who listened and just, like, reached out and said that the podcast made you smile or mm-hmm. brightened up your week a little bit. That just... Brought joy to my heart. I would like to special shout out my coworker Sarah, who hyped us up to every millennial that she knows. Oh, thank you, Sarah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, thank you for those who like left reviews and comments and texted us. Um, it's all just been so much fun. I mean, we mm-hmm. love hanging out together and we love talking. And, like, we love talking. Talk. Yeah, we love <laughs> we love talking. So really, there's no better combination for us than that. So feel free to text us if you have any ideas or like. You know, for topics in the future, because we're not mm-hmm. going to go away completely. Yeah, thank you so much for coming along on this adventure with us. We're so thankful for all of you, and hopefully we will be back soon. 